and welcome to this 2022 version of Blonde Moments Podcast. I am your host, Gina And I am Melinda Collins. It's 2022. I keep forgetting to write 22. Have you seen, I'm sure you've talked about this before, but those memes where they have it where you like put like 2021 and then they switch the one to look like a two Mm because you've already written it. Yeah, that's me. Every freaking year, that's me. It takes me at least until like March. (laughs) To stop doing that. Well, I was trying to be, I was like, oh yeah, and in 2021, I had COVID. And then I was like, no, it's 2022. So it was a year ago. Like, it's so funny. It just is not registering Mm -hmm. in my mind. Or I keep saying like next year, Christmas next year. I'm like, wait, that's this year. Mm -hmm. Right. So I have a question for you. Oh boy. Did you ever bottle up your farts and put them in a jar? And see if they no, still... No, I still have not done this. I need to do it. Did we agree that I was going to do it or wasn't going to do it? I can't remember. You were going to do it. I was not. I was not on it. But don't I have to put a rose petal in the jar first to keep mm-hmm. the fart? Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I'll try it. I will try it. I'm going to go get a mace. Well, I have mason jars. I'm going to go get a rose petal. I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to bring it here. And open it and then see if we can both smell it here. You can smell it. I will be just... But what if I'm lying? Well, I can't smell anyways. You might be able to smell a fart. I can't smell. I can't even smell when Camden has poop diaper. Well, you're lucky for that. So you can smell it and let me know and let us know. But what if I'm lying? What Why if... would you lie? I'm just kidding. This is all for the sake <laughs> of science. I just want you to try to smell it. That's all. That's the end goal here, is I just want you to try to smell my fart in the jar. I'm not interested in smelling your fart, but there's a reason why I was asking if you have done this, because I know we talked about Stephanie Maddow, who was the woman who was making $200,000 from selling her farts in a jar. And I've seen so many memes about that since we talked about it. Because we're all mad. Why didn't we think of this first, right? (laughs) Well, she landed in the hospital due to severe gas. What? Yeah. Is this real? Is this fake news? No, this is her. This is real. This is for real what ended up happening to her. I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh, but... Well, it's kind of funny, but she was in the hospital for two days. She thought she was having a heart attack. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she felt awful, she said, but it turns out it was just a very severe case of gas that made her feel like she was dying, which is funny. So. Um, what was she, what is she doing again to make herself so gassy? Is she taking something that she shouldn't? Like yeah. I've never heard of anyone going to the hospital for extreme gas. Yeah, but re- like I think she had like a whole diet and everything that she was eating that made it so she would. She has to be doing something else though. It's like taking something or maybe she's like, you know, shoving a turkey baster up her ass and like filling her ass with air or something. But that's just air. She needs this stinky gas. That's what people want. Oh, man. Needless to say, she stopped selling her farts and now she's selling fart NFTs instead. I'm still so confused on what an NFT is. So, someone please explain it to me. What the fuck is an NFT? I wouldn't even know how to ex- explain it. They look like little cartoons, 
what, what, what is it? I feel so stupid right now, but I, I've seen the NFTs everywhere, but I'm like, what the fuck is it? It's called the non-fungible token. It's a unique and non-interchangeable unit of data stored on a blockchain, a form of digital ledger. NFTs can be associated with reproducible digital files such as photos, videos, and audio. Again, I'm still lost. None of this clarifies what it is for me. It's a one-of-a-kind digital asset that belongs to you and only you. Artwork, music, videos, tweets. How did it not belong to you before? Well, you buy it. I'm so confused. So you buy a tweet that somebody else tweets, but you're like, I own that tweet now. I bought it. It's in my NFT. So the NFT means that it's unique, can't be replaced with something else. For example, Bitcoin. You can trade it for another Bitcoin, but you can't. I don't know. It seems like we're trading air. You know what I mean? Like that's what it it sounds like. It doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah. So if you remember Pogs back in the day, Mm -hmm. those Pogs were these little circular toys that you could collect a bunch. And if you got some, some of them were worth more than others. In my head, that's what I relate it to. It's actually, I don't know. I'm probably not doing a very good job of explaining that. Oh, okay. I do remember Pogs. I just looked it up. Okay. But the NFTs are digital. So it would be like a digital Pog? Yeah. This is so, I can't get my head around this one. I Maybe I'm just getting too old. I think people are expecting it to be similar to when you collect things like art stamps. Beanie babies. Yeah, that sort of, it, well, yeah, I mean, but those things are tangible. So that's what's confusing, I think, for yeah, both of us. Yeah, it's something that's not actually tangible. Yes. Did we talk about the Beanie Baby documentary? I don't remember. Yet another shitty documentary that I watched. <laughs> So you will admit you've watched some shitty documentaries. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting documentaries. Do you remember that though? The big Beanie Baby craze? Oh yeah. Yep. That people really thought that they were going to profit off of these fucking Beanie Babies. I don't really even understand. I mean, like, okay, so we like, I like my Garfield glasses. You like your McDonald's glasses. Like those things, like I understand after like a extended length of time mm-hmm. they're considered vintage antiques but like the beanie babies it was like within that first year they would drop and they would be like yeah. oh my god this cheetah's $400 and you're like why <laughs> do you remember the the people were getting divorced and in the court yes. they divvied up their beanie babies the picture of it yeah <laughs> like and it's like what are they i mean I, I just didn't understand. And they're worth like nothing now. And so many people have these things collected still. Did you ever do LuLaRoe? No. The leggings? I hated them. One of the women that um, was a patient of mine, she sold LuLaRoe. So I would... I always thought they were cheap. I well, tried a pair on once. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, no. I think they started out really good quality and then they ended up getting... I don't know the whole ins and outs of it because I didn't sell it or distribute it or anything. I was just, you know, buying, like I was supporting a friend sort of thing. But they started getting cheaper and cheaper in their products. One day, she had invited me to a Facebook Live party where she was selling the leggings. And I'm like, I was like laying in bed. So I just kind of like left it on on the side. And she, she would be like, oh the next one you guys have all been waiting for. And like people would start bidding on these leggings. Oh like, 
more than Lululemon's leggings cost, yeah, and they no. were so excited, and it would be like this tacky, like flamingo print something, and they're like, "Oh my god, we've been waiting to see these and find these," and I, I just didn't, I just didn't get it. So I, did, I probably bought like five pairs of them because they were inexpensive to purchase. I think maybe twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. They, the ones I ended up getting. There was two pairs that were okay, and then the other ones had holes in them, super easy. But I've yeah, got they're like all of them. see-through. I was actually gifted one pair from it was like a mom at one of my kids' schools that was selling it, and so she was trying to get people, mm-hmm. you know, to buy them and come to the parties. And I think that was her mistake was gifting me that one pair because I tried them on and bent over, and you could see my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm looking specifically for my butthole right now. Yeah. So I was like, well, this is a no for me personally Mm -hmm. to wear out in public. I mean, maybe. Well, especially if you're working out too. Yeah, no, no. Maybe, my, you know, my husband, if he wanted to see the brown eye, I could put them on for him. Yeah, but but brown eye through, through a thin layer of material. Yeah. And they're so ugly too. It was around Halloween, so they're red with like little uh, like zombies on them. Hmm. I still have them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Some of the pattern, I'm more of like a like not a print leggings where I kind of like my solids. I am the same. I'm a solid girl as well too. But like I said, she gifted me these. Yeah. So if you want, Mel, the day that I bring my fart in a jar, I will wear those leggings, no panties, and bend right over for you. Yes. <laughs> Woo! Sign me up. I it wonder was... if I even have any left. I feel like I've gotten rid of them. can see it winking at you. Yeah. Hey there. <laughs> Funny story. Do you remember Kate, my old roommate, Kate? Yes. So one day a bunch of us were out and sorry, Kate, I'm putting you on blast here. It's so funny. Somebody was talking about a brown eye, you know, like it was obviously talking about a butthole and it was supposed to be funny. And they said to Kate something along the lines of, you know, your brown eye. And she was like, but I have blue eyes. Aww. And we all looked at her and we're like, oh my God, come on. Like she's she's younger than I am, but it was like, come on, honey. We're not talking about those eyes. Not those eyes, sweet Mm-mm. girl. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode, we are doing another mixed bag of nuts, kind of catching up on all the conversations, letters, not letters. Oh, I, I hit up our DMs the other day. Got some good ones in there? Yeah. I love it when people slide in our DMs. Well, why don't you start with one? Well, first, before I go there, I have to share another interesting documentary oh, I watched. <laughs> I want to know if you've seen it or heard of it. It's called Pharma Boy. No. It's on Netflix. Or, I'm sorry, Pharma Bro. Are you just googling worst documentaries out there and then you're like i'm gonna waste my life and watch it to be fair this was my husband's pick (laughs) to be fair (laughs) you know he did pick jasper mall as well too yes that's right so uh, my husband loves documentaries but not all of them are good okay and actually you know what i did watch jasper mall a second time because my sister was over and somehow we ended up watching it oh my god no idea how. The second time watching Jasper Mall, no better. So anyways, Pharma Bro. Okay. Do you remember the guy, Martin Screlly? 
Does that ring a bell to you? Maybe. He became the most hated man in America because he raised the price of a drug from 1350. Yeah. It was a cancer drug, wasn't it? It no. was called... Diabetes, um, asthma, something like that. It was a life-saving medication called Daraprim. Daraprim. I might be pronouncing that wrong. It was $13.50. He raised it to $750 per pill. Mm-hmm. The drug treats toxoplasmosis, an infection that can cause severe pain and death in people with weakened immune systems, including HIV and cancer patients, as well as pregnant women. So people were like, this guy is... a a fucking douchebag. Yeah, bag. I can picture him in my head. He had like brown hair. Oh my gosh, I can't stand this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. After watching this documentary, and then they had this very large man that was a rapper that I've never heard of who wore a chain, and at the bottom of a chain was like a fucking crawler donut. Okay. It was, and he was like, no, he's like a really good dude, though. And I'm like, how? Where? Because he bought me this chain. So basically, the documentary shows Screlly. He does like all these live videos where he'll accept calls from people. But basically, when people call in, he just talks shit to them, <laughs> talks down to them. And then it's just like him eating and his cat, him like playing the guitar it's so bizarre. I'm like, I this guy was really taking his 15 minutes of fame and... Because I remember seeing pictures of him with like rappers and like just spending like excessive amounts of money and just like being cocky about it. Yeah. And he just goes on these combative rants on his live streams. None of it is anything positive at all. He got controversy as well, too, because he paid $2 million for that Wu-Tang album, and it was not released at all. And he bought the Wu-Tang album and basically used it as a coaster, just being a fucking right. prick. Yeah. Right? Like Because I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, that was his MO of using his 15 minutes of, fr- of fame to be a fucking prick. I- I'm like... I don't know. So I did not care for this man at all. But basically, he ended up being indicted and charged not for uh, hiking up the price of the pill, but for securities fraud. And there's like this whole, you know, like, I won't waste your time going into the whole thing. But basically, he was charged. He's still in prison right now. I think federal prison 2023 uh, he is to be released, and he had to pay like seven. What year? Two thousand twenty-three. Okay, so next, next year. year. Yeah, he had to pay over seven million dollars for basically, you know, the securities fraud, and including the Wu Tang album was repossessed by the government. <laughs> Like, give us that shit back. Yep. Sorry. $2 million. You don't have that. Uh, I think somebody else like privately bought it now still. But oh, man, this documentary. So did you hate the documentary because the documentary sucked or just because you hated him so much? I didn't like him at all. The documentary was actually done well, but he was such an irritating human Mm -hmm. being. He was so arrogant, so rude during his trial and... The trial was very difficult to get jury members for. Nearly 200 potential jurors were turned away because people despised him for the overpriced drugs, which had nothing to do with what he was actually on trial for. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that kind of like showing your character? Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, isn't, I mean, I understand like gouging and how that's worked over the years, but the whole thing is like, we are all in this together. And if you have something that's life-saving, you're going to mark up the cost that much. The film's parting words appear on the screen. Dara Prim is still $750 per pill to this day. There remains no national pharmaceutical price gouging or drug price transparency law in the United States to this day. So it's uncovering a bigger problem. Yeah. I can't believe that there's no laws against this, nothing done about this still to this day. Like that's so fucking crazy to me too. I can't believe that. But they finally got jury selection and this fucking douchebag plot the fifth amendment to everything. Every single thing they asked him, he pled the Fifth Amendment to. One, two, three, four, five. I always think of Me that. Me too. Chappelle show. He answered two questions throughout the entire thing. One was the pronunciation of his last name. <laughs> the second one was when he was asked if he was listening. Wow. He's a total douche. Total fucking douchebag. <sighs> Well, like, good for him. He served how long then? Uh, seven seven years. years. Good. Uh, so I'm he'll like, get out next year. I wonder what other stories are going to end up hearing about him. Oh, for sure. He's he's going to try to do something. And he's going to try to do something shitty because that's how he got famous, by being the most, quote unquote, hated man in America, doing something douchey, mm-hmm. raising this life-saving pill to $750 per pill, you know, just... Being a douchebag in general, being negative, doing these live streams, going on combative rants, answering two questions in the courtroom. Like, I feel like when he does get out, it's not like he's going to be a good guy. He's going to do something shitty because he got attention for it. And I hate that. I mean, you can only hope that, like, maybe he learned some lessons and maybe in prison, some people taught him some lessons. You can only hope. Oh, man, can you imagine being like his cellmate in prison if you already knew of him and didn't like him? Right. And imagine if like (laughs) the fates allowed it where he was in a cell with someone who couldn't, you know, needed the medication medication and couldn't afford it. Yeah, man. Get a little taste of his own medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's alas, probably won't happen. I am not like a malicious person, but I really hope he got his fucking ass beat in jail for being such a douchebag. I'm going to show you my boobs right now because I'm going to show you my shirt because I have it inside out. Can you read it? What does it say? Saw that karma. (laughs) (laughs) That's the inside of my shirt. Um, Yep. So... I'm I'm all for people getting back to what they've done to other people. Like, you know, like if you yeah. want to be – I'm kind of – I guess I'm kind of an eye for an eye sort of person. Like, and I shouldn't be that way. Obviously, it's with circumstances, but it's yeah, like – Yeah, certain circumstances call for it, and I feel like Martin Screlly is one of those people. Yeah. You took a life-saving pill. Like, you wish you could, like, inject him with the problem and right. then be like, well, sorry you can't afford this pill to help you. Purely just a – profit his own pockets it's just disgusting yeah it's it's evil it's truly disgusting and evil so the documentary itself wasn't bad it was just irritating i found myself getting <laughs> so irritated you're gonna jump this. through the screen and choke yes! him mm-hmm. it's fucking douchebag and he's ugh. i actually so did you end up getting around to watching the murders at starved rock not yet. Okay. I highly recommend that. It's good. Spending my time watching documentaries. Stupid ones. No, it is a documentary. Oh. It's on okay. HBO. It's excellent. 
You're going to have to text it to me so I remember. Okay. The other one I totally forgot to say that I watched was the documentary on Von Dutch. Oh my God. Did you watch it? No, but do you remember how Mm -hmm. popular Von Dutch was? Yeah, because that was like when Real World Austin aired and like that was literally my MTV peak (laughs) at that point. And I didn't own anything Von Dutch. I wasn't a fan. No offense. Like I know people who loved it and had a bunch of stuff, but to me it was kind of like – trailer trashy and oh, it just I had wasn't like my style four tank tops i had two sure hats. it was huge <laughs> it was huge i mean and you watch the documentary i mean it's like every single celebrity wore it mm-hmm. it just wasn't my style at the time and then they came out with the shirts the tank tops that said von drunk instead. yeah and the dells like your yeah. jersey shore you know <laughs> they had like the knockoffs yeah mm-hmm. but that documentary was really good I highly recommend watching it. There's like murder in it. There's wow. all sorts of stuff. So that's one that's a really good. Yeah, because that fizzled out and that was like it. Yeah. And so without giving away too much, but basically the guy who kind of created it, you know what? I'm not going to, you watch it. There, no, no, no. Say it because I'm intrigued now. The guy who kind of created it. Well, there's two things that happened. So the, the guy who created he ends up losing ownership and kind of got like he and like someone snaked their way in and kind of took the business from him in a certain way. And so they just were like, oh, we need to strike while the iron's hot. And then they just did too much shit with it. Like not keeping that true to, to brand. Yeah, I was just going to say that it went in hot and came out just as hot. Yeah. And then the other part of that is the actual guy, Von Dutch, who the whole line was made around, they find out he was a Nazi believer, you know, or not oh, wow. that, what's the word? That's not the right word I'm looking for, but like he was like a follower. Oh, and so that no. also kind of put like the nail in the coffin sort of thing, if you will. But the documentary, I think it's four parts. It's worth the watch. It's really good. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And people are doing crack. Uh, while they're being interviewed. So that's <laughs> – oh, Or meth. Yes. Or I don't even know what the hell it is. I think it's crack. But you're like, okay. I want to say it was in within like a year I threw all those tank tops out because they were not cool anymore. Very quickly, they were not cool Yeah, anymore. it happened fast. And they talk about all of that. It was a good one to watch. And it's funny for me because I'm like, oh, my God, I remember seeing these pictures of mm-hmm. like Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie and they wore the Von Dutch on A Simple Life. And I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just funny. Like, it brought me down memory lane. That in the juicy couture tracksuits. Oh, yeah. Which I still have. So if those come back in style, I am busting them back out. You know what's back in? Flares and bell bottoms. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I think they're cute. Mm, No, no. I get rid of all my flare and bell bottom jeans. I'm done. I just wear leggings and skinny jeans still, but. You know what? I will take flares and bell bottoms over low rise jeans. (laughs) Anything over low rise jeans. With the thong out, yeah. I've already covered up my tramp stamp. It's too late for me. I can't go back to that trend of the low-rise jeans where I show my tramp stamp. We've moved past that. And I've removed the stars, so... Maybe you've moved past it, but I haven't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't... I like I like my high-waisted ones. Yeah. Give me all the bell-bottoms versus anything low-rise. I, I will say that. It's funny though for me anyways, I don't really have much of a torso. My torso is very short. Mine too. Even regular pants, they usually end up above my belly belly button, button. whether I like it or not. So Mm -hmm. 
Oh, man. Low-rise jeans. <laughs> so I have a Florida man story. Yes. And I want you to guess what you think is going to – what the blank is in the sentence. I love Florida man stories. I have one, too, today, actually. I hope it's not the same one. Florida man awarded $37,500 after cops mistake blank for meth. Sugar. (laughs) Well, kind of. December of 2015, a man named Daniel Rushing had just dropped off a friend at chemotherapy and was driving home an older woman from his church. He worked at a 7-Eleven, blah, blah, blah. No, she worked at a 7-Eleven and would otherwise have to walk home, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't matter. Well, it does matter because he dropped her off at the 7-Eleven and he was leaving the convenience store and cops pulled him over. The officer said he had been driving 42 miles an hour in a 30 mile per hour zone and had failed to come to a complete stop before entering the roadway. Which 42 and a 30, that's not, that's 12 over. That's not awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like justifying I your... do way, yeah. If I go 10 over all day Every day, all the time. I don't think 12 over is that much. I agree. Especially if you live in Florida. But in a 30, it depends. If it's a school zone, yes, that's a big deal. If it's not a school zone, fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, I I have a lead foot. Daniel gives the cop his driver's license, and the police officer notices that he also has a concealed weapons permit. And... Daniel says, yes, he had a pistol, and then the officer asked him to step out of the car. They searched his car. That ended up being four police officers who were going through his car, which seems weird as well, especially just for speeding. It wasn't like all sorts of stuff. And Do you look fucked up? (laughs) I'm going to guess not, but they did a very thorough search of his car, and the police officer said to Daniel, you want to tell me about what we found? He said there's nothing to find. The police officer noticed some crystals on the floorboard of the car, and the officers used a field testing kit, and they said that the white substance tested positive for meth. Daniel's like, I've never even smoked a cigarette. That's glaze from a Krispy Kreme donut. I get one every other Wednesday. Police officers weren't buying it. He was booked on charges of possessing meth while armed with a weapon. Long story short, he decides to take the police officers to court after that because he was like, this is not meth. I'm not a meth head. And it turns out it really was just the glaze from a donut. Wow. But still, like, how fucked up is that? You just want to eat your fucking glazed donut and you get accused of it being meth? Yeah. Like, that's a fucked up mm-hmm. and what field testing kit said that some fucking glaze was meth that's why people don't trust police officers you know like it's mm-hmm. like that seems fishy i'm i am definitely like i'm not saying i don't trust police officers but i'm saying that's things like this give people that feeling that where they can't question yeah where mm-hmm. you're just like how how did i go from my day just eating my donut and you know driving this woman to being arrested for math when it's just my donut. Yeah. Like, that is a swift turn of the day. But I don't even understand if he has a permit to carry, why did she feel unsafe? I could see if he didn't have the permit to carry a gun and right. then she saw the gun, that would make her feel unsafe to search the car. It just seemed a little unwarranted. It did seem very unwarranted, even for Florida standards, which yeah. 
you know, we all know Florida's a little different. I listen to the Breakfast Club in the morning, mm-hmm. taking my kids to school, and Charlemagne always does the donkey of the day, and a lot of times it's from Florida. And this morning it was from Florida, Pinellas County, which was where I'm from. She's literally raising the roof right now. So, you know, I love a good Pinellas County story. But this one was so stupid. It was two women that broke into a man's house and it was one of the girlfriends, like, you know, man or whatever. And they threw glitter at him and got charged with assault. Come on. For throwing glitter. So breaking Was the entering. glitter attached to a brick? I no. mean, what? They were like, oh, it could get in his eye or something. <laughs> I mean, what is happening? I mean, okay, did did they go to his house to be mean? Like, were she was she mad at him for something? I think she was mad at him, but, you know, still, so breaking and entering, yes. They broke and entered into the house. Okay, yes. But assault with glitter? How are you going to assault somebody with glitter? I mean, it... <laughs> I would even be embarrassed if I was the one pressing charges on someone for that reason. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to look up their mug shots to find out what these girls look like. Two women, 27 and 29, are hit with felony charges. Felony. After throwing containers of glitter at a man and covering his apartment in the glitter during an argument, which I think that's fucking hilarious. I think it's funny too because you're going to find that shit forever. Oh. The people who move in in three years and 10 years are going to be finding glitter forever. They covered his apartment in glitter. (laughs) At 3 a.m. in the morning. And look at these girls. They're both smiling in their mugshots. Oh, yeah, because you're like literally I'm being I'm – a, I'm a felon for glitter. For glitter. He was allegedly struck by the two women after the pair threw a container of glitter each at him before making their way inside the apartment and tossing more glitter. But still, like really? I, th- I would love to have been a fly on the wall when they concocted <laughs> this plan. Like, he cheated on me. We need to go over there and we need to rough him up. Oh, I know. Throw glitter all over his apartment. It says the relationship between the women and the man, as well as the reason for the argument, still remain unclear. Mm -hmm. Maybe they found out about each other Mm -hmm. and went there and just glitter bombed his house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they were charged with burglary and assault and battery and booked into Pinellas County Jail. I've but been they booked didn't even... into that jail before. <laughs> <laughs> been there. It's on 49th Street. <laughs> wow, Gina. We won't talk about that on this episode. Did they actually hit him? I With the jars of glitter? Like, how hard is a jar of glitter? I mean, if it's just the glitter, okay. But if it's the jar, that's different. But <laughs> during the... Ar- According to the affidavit, the early morning attack began after the two women started arguing with Colin, who had been standing on his fence balcony at the time. During the argument, the girls both hurled containers of glitter at him, (laughs) striking him in the upper head and torso. (laughs) They then climbed over the ground level fence and made their way inside his apartment where they continued to pelt him with more containers of glitter. (laughs) After the glitter attack, <laughs> they also kicked a window in the apartment before fle- fleeing the scene. So, I like wish, I said, I wish we could see pictures of the scene and what too. he looked like too. All the glitter, with all glitter, all over him. But still, how hard is a container of glitter? It depends. If it's like a glass jar, sure, that could hurt. <laughs> but 
Well, I have oh. another Florida story for you. It's along the same lines of the glazed donut one. Hey, I'm I'm gearing up to go to Florida. I'll be there at the end of the end of end of this month. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Going to the Grand Prix in St. Pete. It's always a good time. I got to get my Florida in. I I can't you know go at oh more than a year without getting my Florida in my blood and you know continuing to be part native Floridian still. We are not native Floridian. Well, I feel like (laughs) that's how I know you lived in Florida (laughs) for a while. Okay, so in Oviedo, a Florida city northeast of Orlando, O-V-I-E-D-O. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Avido. Uh, Carlos was pulled over for driving without headlights and arrested by police when court records showed that he was out past his court-ordered curfew. Dang, I wonder what his court-ordered curfew was for. (laughs) Police saw white dust on the floorboards of his car and tested it with a field kit, and the substance showed positive for cocaine. He went to jail for 90 days, and he was like, no, that is not cocaine, that is... Sugar. (laughs) <laughs> this is just going to be your sugar. answer for yeah, everything today. What else? Baking soda. Sugar, baking soda, like, you know, something like that. Drywall dust. Oh, wow. He's a handyman, and he had drywall on him, on his body, and all that sort of stuff. And Nobody who does a bunch of blow is getting that all over their clothes. That's what I just saw a meme. It's like, you guys keep talking about, like, cocaine being everywhere. Like, people are just going to be throwing it around, though. You want every yeah. last bit of it. It's I saw expensive. some meme. Yeah, it's expensive. Nobody who does blow is just fucking throwing it in the air and, like, trying to sniff it. That was It was it for the Halloween candy when they were like, oh, make sure you're checking your Halloween candy for your kids. So so people aren't giving them gummies and it's like nobody we're not gonna give up our gummies their gummies yeah. on some kids no <laughs> not in not anywhere i know i mean have you ever watched somebody do blow people are usually super meticulous about it they are i like, have once chopping it up stunned. and making their lines and getting their dollar bill rolled up and sniffing it all up in one swell sniff they're not throwing it around <laughs> or putting it on their clothes it says that those kits, those roadside kits, are they give a false positive one out of every five times. So why do they even use them? Because four times out of five, it works. But that's seems, still awful odds. Seems like a horrible percentage to me. Because it's like, well, then if it becomes positive for testing for something, maybe they need to test it again. In my opinion. Yeah. And I guess they're like cheapo kits that they use. It costs like $18 for a box of 10 kits. And so anyone who these kits are used against can contest it as well too and want like actual real testing done, which in my opinion is going to cost more money. So what's the fucking point? Damn, Florida's not off the hook today. Uh Uh-oh. Because my – for some reason, maybe it's because I'm going to Florida – I, I had a lot of Florida stories today, too, but keeping it close to home. This one's from St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Raising the roof again. You're so funny. Uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. A woman said she was startled when she woke up last month to find her neighbor. What do you think her neighbor was doing? Masturbating in the window. Petting her cat. <laughs> okay. I could see the shadow of a man standing at the end of my bed. Brittany Klein. Oh, oh, oh. When you said neighbor, I was thinking like, I didn't think like he was in the room. 
No, he was in her room. Okay. The bizarre incident happened early in the morning on November 20th. Klein said she was asleep in her St. Petersburg home when her cat jumped up on the bed and woke her up. There was a man crouched down at the foot of my bed Mm -mm. petting my cat. Mm -mm. He wasn't looking at me. Klein said the man got away, but he returned Wednesday morning. (laughs) I'm going to climb in your room and I'm going to pet your pussy. (laughs) This time, Klein was ready for him, as were the police. I cannot believe he came back, she said. Jasper Fiorenza? Jasper. Is this documentary about him that you watched? (laughs) Jasper Maul. He was arrested on charges of burglary and resisting an officer without violence. It turns out, yes, he was her neighbor. But still, that is so fucking freaky. Was he just drunk and went to the wrong house? I, I mean, don't know. Look at his mug. <laughs> oh, he's happy. He's very happy. He, he kind of looks like Lip from Shameless. Yeah, he looks really young. He looks younger than 24. But can you imagine if you woke up to your neighbor in your room petting your cat in the middle of the night? Nope. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? That's people get shot doing that. Yeah, I I would freak out. Yeah. I mean, I, the, I would be punching and I mean, like, you you violated my safety. That's like, that's not yeah, okay. Yeah, that would be A, extremely scary, but B, so creepy. I mean, if he really liked her cat, I'm sure during normal day hours. <laughs> <laughs> He could have been like, hey, can I pet your cat? And, you know, maybe the neighbor would have been nice enough to oblige. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, coming into someone's house in the middle of the night to pet their cat is so inappropriate. So I would go ahead and guess there's some mental health issues going on here, you know. Or drugs or alcohol. Or drugs. There's, there's definitely yeah. more to the story, or that's for sure. Or crack or meth or bath salts or <laughs> something of the like. I'm going to either say he was not sober doing this or, yeah, some mental health issues. For your birthday this year, I have a present that I'm going to give you. Oh, boy. And the website it's from is called billiesballbags.com. Billy's Ball Bags? Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm going to buy you a little willy fridge magnet, and it is an uncircumcised <laughs> penis. Oh, Wow. <laughs> It's just like the head. It is. That is very realistic looking. It's super realistic looking. Look at the side. Do they have ones that are cut? Um, Not uncut. No, they they seem the magnets are all uncut, um, but they do have a bunch of ball bags you can get there. You can get a keychain. But what's funny about these nutsacks is they're actually hairy. Oh, boy. Yeah, you can get a ball bag coin purse and testicle sack. You can get. Can a, you imagine pulling out like at the CVS? I need my change to pay for something, and you pull that out. <laughs> um, they also have a beer bong, um, but it is a very large, uncircumcised penis. Oh, so, so you have to put the dick in your mouth to get the beer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought that this is was pretty funny. But the reason why I brought this up is because they have, they do, there's videos on here of stuck ball sack pranks. Did you ever see that even on like Jackass where like they get their ball sack stuck somewhere? Oh my God. It's the funniest thing. Oh yes. Where it's a fake ball. Yeah. And like like Johnny Knoxville's at the ladder and like the dog was like trying to eat the nut sack. Oh my God. It's so funny. (laughs) But they're all out of stock right now. So I'm going to have to keep my eye on it so you can get a nice little ball sack 
uh, keychain or uncircumcised ween for your well, refrigerator. Well, I will be waiting on pins and needles to get that <laughs> magnet. So I would be too. They're nice and hairy. All right. Well, I'm sliding into our DMs now because mm. why the fuck not? Some of them are stories shared. Some of them are just people who are like, yay, you're coming back. So we love all of those. So this one is from Hannah, Hannah Kitchens. She said, I'm so excited you're coming back. I discovered y'all's podcast after I heard you on the Challenge Podcast. Shout out to Challenge Podcast. Challenge Mania. Challenge Mania, Derek and Scott. Um, I randomly text my husband things y'all say or send him links to stuff y'all discover, and it is so entertaining, (laughs) which I love. I love that. A few days ago, I just randomly sent him the Amazon link to the bisexual Mothman Mailman book, (laughs) (laughs) which I still have not read. You know what? I saw that book in my room the other day, just laying out in my bedroom because we've been trying to paint our bedroom for what feels like an eternity, but really it's like legit almost a year and a half. Our bedroom has been under construction. I really should finish it, but whatever. So I saw it laying out there and I'm like, oh, I still haven't read this book. And then I was like, I wonder if my husband walks past this book. (laughs) It's like... What is my wife into? Why does Gina still have this Mothman erotica book out here? Well, you know what? Someday I'm going to read it, okay? It's still wintertime here in Wisco, you know, where there's not as much to do. So maybe on a cold, snowy night, I will pick up that Mothman erotica book and get real dirty, real aroused. Yeah. Mm, mm, Bring mm, the mm. vibrator over. (laughs) go time (laughs) additionally my good friends and i randomly send each other the link to an episode and say listen from three minutes 15 seconds until five minutes 25 seconds i'm dying (laughs) or another time frame in which one of us can't hold it together at our desk and have to excuse ourselves to the work bathroom to get ourselves under control oh i love that i know me too this makes me so happy it brightens our days. Keep it up. She said also, Mel, sending you love for the loss you've endured. Keep shining bright and give Thank yourself you. grace to continue to grieve. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. I appreciate that very much. So that was super sweet, Hannah. Thank you. I love that, that you guys send each other the minutes to mm-hmm. listen to. <laughs> I love it. So thank you. Thank you for that. I have a story that's not Florida, but it's Pennsylvania police find blank inside car during DUI stop. What do you think is inside the car? I'm sorry. Say that again. Pennsylvania police find blank inside car during DUI stop. And that's this story is from January of this new year. Okay. They find a dildo. <laughs> police officers in Pennsylvania were surprised Thursday night when they found a live deer inside the <gasps> trunk of a driver's car during a DUI stop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the driver told the police that she had hit the deer with her car and she and the passenger placed it in the trunk thinking it was dead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they later realized the deer was still alive but kept driving. <laughs> Oh, no. Can you imagine? I would pull over. I'm so sorry. Like, 
That reminds me of Tommy Boy. Yes. I was just going to say that. Where they do the same thing and the deer comes back to life and like wrecks the back of the fucking car. The police officers had the 21-year-old passenger release the deer from the car back into the wild. They said they couldn't tell if the deer had any severe injuries. And then the driver, who was a 19-year-old woman, was arrested on suspicious suspicion of being under the influence of alcohol or drugs. And they were able to catch the whole thing on camera. <laughs> The deer? No, stop it. <laughs> you have to be fucked up if you're putting a deer in your trunk, for sure. You just Like, leave. what's even the point? You're supposed to call it in, aren't you? Maybe they had an idea that they were going to take the deer home and, like, rehabilitate it or something like that. Could I don't know. It. If you're drinking, anything is possible. Your mind would could go anywhere with that. So the the passenger comes <gasps> to the back of the trunk and like literally oh my just gosh. picks up the deer. He's literally <laughs> holding the deer and the deer's like kicking and writhing around like, let me go. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wonder how long the deer was in there. Because they probably knocked the deer unconscious hitting it, right? Sure. And thought it was dead. And then this deer woke up. <laughs> oh no. Oh man. Okay, so another listener, Melissa, sent us in a little photo. She said, okay, I just saw this on my hometown's Facebook marketplace, and I had to show y'all. So the little Facebook marketplace, it is a plush handmade wee-wee mm. made with loving care by Grammy, <laughs> 14 inches high, made of soft blanket yarn. This one-of-a-kind wee-wee is the perfect huggable size. Great emotional support for those difficult life moments. Never a better gift to give to a friend than a large, snuggly wee-wee. The thank yous will never end. Just think of how your boss or Valentine's sweetie will tell all their friends, get yours today, pick up available. Look at it. It's like a little, it looks like it has little eyes. I don't like the eyes. And little hearts for cheek, like cheeks, little cute cheeks. Those are cute. The eyes are a little off-putting. Maybe it's the orange and the brown contrast. But I love like the little crocheted head. Yeah, I mean, it's done very well. How much are they? I don't know. That doesn't say, but it looks very soft. But Melissa said maybe it's time for Gina to upgrade her pillow. (laughs) You know? I mean, if you're going to hump the pillow, it might as well be shaped like a penis. Well, and this one looks good for humping because A, it's super soft, but B, like those little eyes have like little nubs on them. So. Uh oh, it's giving you flashbacks <laughs> of your little teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> I told you the teddy bear had like the nubs on it that I like to rub on. Oh so. my God, Gina. The teddy bear was before the pillow. The teddy bear just got too small, I think. And then I had to move on to the pillow. (laughs) Moving on up. You know what I love about pillow? Pillow doesn't discriminate. Man, woman, young, old, new to the pillow humping game, old to the pillow humping game. Pillow doesn't give a fuck. Pillow will get you off no matter what. So does a vibrator. Mm, Not as good as pillow. (laughs) Because you like the movement. See, so remember, I like to just lay there. <laughs> I, yeah, I like the movement. I like the friction. I'd rather have that than like anything like plastic going inside of me. Well, I don't put anything inside of me. So, see, the the of a dildo is too strong for me. No, I you think just I'm... use Tracy's dog is wonderful or just like a bullet. I think my clitoris is too sensitive. 
for all that shit. Well, Tracy's dog has multiple settings. Even the low settings are too much for me. It hurts. I So just creating that soft friction on pillow. <laughs> I just picture you have like yarn just wrapped around your clitoris because you've just been humping it so much you start breaking it apart. You know, like you can create just the right amount of friction with pillow. Why are you moving like that? <laughs> You're like doing like a hula dance. Because I'm getting myself ready. Apparently. You got any... Oh, I'm sitting on a pillow right now. Oh, my God. Good thing we're almost done because I don't know if you're going to be able to hold on. Start rubbing it. (laughs) She's seriously rubbing the pillow underneath her butt. Well, I have a feel-good but funny story. Was that... Okay. (laughs) Oh, you want me to hold on because you're enjoying the pillow or there's more to the story? No, I'm done. I'm done. Give me five minutes. Just kidding. (laughs) A New York painter who suffered from a rare facial deformity has gotten a new nose for Christmas thanks to the generosity of a plastic surgeon who operated on him for free. His name is Conrado. He's 57. He's from Guatemala. But he had a large disfigured nose caused by rhinophyma. Its causes are not known, but it's been classified as a type of skin inflammation. Why am I bringing this to y'all's attention? Because it looks like a dick oh no is this before or this after? Is the after this is this is before plastic surgery oh my god so this was the condition that he can had can you zoom in on that oh i sure can oh no it's like hanging off of his yeah. nose it like it's hanging over his lip looking like a big old dick. yeah i mean the head of it the head of his nose but it looks like the head of a penis extends all the way down like to the middle of his lips like he has to push that to the side to eat yeah and so people were you know making fun of him because it looks like a male appendage poor guy that's terrible yeah but it's a feel-good story because the plastic surgeon worked on him did it for free (gasps) oh my gosh that's amazing and he looks so much better now and i feel so happy for him because sometimes i'll watch dr pimple popper now i've kind of gotten into it if i'm flipping through the channels oh i have a hard time watching that (sighs) The worst one for me was when somebody had their gauge earlobe fixed. It grossed me out. It turned me off for a long time. But then I started kind of watching every once in a while. And there's some feel-good moments on that show where these people are living with these deformities Mm -hmm. that have kept them from dating or, you know, just feeling confident with themselves and being able to change their life. It's a pretty powerful thing. So It is. You know, I watched one episode of it where there was a girl who had, I believe it's called a lipoma. I feel like there's so many lipomas on that show. So many. And it was like right underneath her butt cheek and it had grown like, you know, massively big. And she had young kids, you know, that she wanted to take to the pool or water park or wherever. And she was so embarrassed of this, you know, lipoma because it's like, you know, on her butt cheek and you can't cover it up in a swimsuit or anything. And you know, this poor girl like wasn't living her life or doing things she wanted to with her kids because she was embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And so yes, total feel good. I get that. It's very satisfying because she got it removed, gained all her confidence back, you know, and was able to go out and continue living her life. So I totally agree from that standpoint. But man, when they're draining pus out of those things, it is so hard to watch. They're most, I'll say 90% of the things I enjoy watching, but then there's 
I'll say 10% of the time where I'm like, okay, I would probably puke seeing that in person. Yeah. And that doctor, she loves it. She loves like- Sandra the, Lee. Yeah. When all the pus comes out, I'm like, uh-huh. I mean, I Ooh. love popping whiteheads and blackheads and all that stuff. I'll do it for anybody like yeah, that I know. Yeah, but if there's a mass on your body that's so big- I'd want to squeeze it. That it's filled with pus from like years that has to smell so bad. I don't have a sense of smell, so it would be good for me. I'd be okay. Ugh. Maybe I've missed my calling. Ugh, the pus ones, I can't do. It makes me want to puke. It's but so I've gross. watched um, Dr. Sandra Lee had just posted not that long ago um, her skincare routine for night. And I've been struggling with my skin ever since I went to Cancun for the challenge, All Stars 2. It literally, my skin has just not been the same. It looks great right now. Thanks. Well, I've literally, I just... I'm off of an antibiotic regimen because I ended up having dermatitis around my nose. So I wasn't even able to wash my face or anything for a week. And I could only use hydrocortisone. But my skin freaked out. And I'm like, of course I'm on TV while mm-hmm. this is going on. It was like awful. Well, but the sun is so fucking hot oh, and bright. My and hyperpigmentation was just god awful. I mean, the middle of my forehead. I got that uh, melasma when I was pregnant with Colette. And it's like it takes an hour of being in the sun and it it takes months to go away. Yeah. But um, Dr. Sandra Lee had just posted her skincare routine. And I like hers because I have sensitive skin. So I had to like – I have to be careful about what I'm using. As I'm getting older, my skin's getting even more sensitive. And she has products that she uses that are professional. And then she also has ones like CeraVe that she uses. And I really enjoyed watching it. But she's lucky because she can just inject her pimples – Whenever she wants to, to yeah, shrink them. And I'm she's like, She's a dermatologist. God. Yeah. But I like her. I really enjoy her. I do too. And she's beautiful mm-hmm. as well. Take care of your skin. I also have very sensitive skin. And I have eczema. So I have to be careful products I use as well too. So I get you. I feel mm-hmm. you. I've never had like acne or issues like that really. But yeah, eczema is a bitch. Even when I was a teenager, I never really had pimple problems. And since Cancun, my skin has just been like freaking out and i'm lucky i have like super super mild eczema like i see people with yeah severe cases of it where i just oh my i, I feel lucky that i have such a you know mild case of eczema because i can't even imagine mm-hmm. if it was worse than that so all right well i have another dm i love the dms mm-hmm. slide in our dms um, this one's from Blackheart. She said, hi, I have a poop story for you. It's nice. a good one. I used to see this guy who was pretty good at sex. Love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him what his worst sex story was, and boy, was I in for a Tootsie Roll. Oh, oh boy. He was hooking up with a girl and started eating her out. Now we know this is not going to go well from here. She must have felt so orgasmic that she couldn't leave anything out. And I mean anything. Next thing he knows, she potentially started to come, but was also peeing straight into his mouth. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. And we've all seen that. I've seen those videos. I think it does happen where girls... I don't know, maybe they start to come or they get real excited and no pee comes out or maybe they just like to pee They're into water sports. How many children has she had? That could be that part could of it be, too. That could play a factor in it as She well needs too. those wampa balls or whatever, Benoit balls. Shove up your strength pussy your... and strengthen those muscles. Yeah. 
your pelvic floor. Why are I you don't humping think you the chair? To... Look at you. Because Calm down. I am still revved up from this <laughs> pillow. That's my neck pillow. Ew, it's going to stink now. <laughs> Subsequently, after peeing into this poor guy's mouth like a toilet bowl, she also pooped out of the back end. Oh my, what? And he decided to catch it. You should see the look on your face right now. I would say it was this a knee- This guy is down for anything. I would say it was a knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Where you see the turd coming out, you're like, oh, you just like catch it. You know, like, I don't know if that would... Um... <laughs> The knee-jerk reaction would, for me, would be to back away. Hold on, though. Think as from a parent standpoint. You've caught a turd before. I've caught a turd before from my kids. Not from an adult. But you know what? No. It, this guy could be a parent. This and guy is getting just... down with the get down. He is <laughs> ready for anything. Like, there's been times where I took a pull-up off my kid, and I was like, oh, you got to catch a little turd. That's different. I'm just saying it could have been. You're giving this person... <laughs> A huge benefit of the doubt. I am. Either he is his a His knee-jerk reaction is to open his mouth to make his mouth a bowl for your urine and then catch your poop with his hands. So he's got pee in his mouth and he's catching shit in his hands. So this is a bad scenario. <laughs> I asked him how he felt about this whole ass situation and he said he felt really bad for the girl who was obviously embarrassed, but he yeah. didn't dismiss her as a person because of it. Yeah, because I mean, th- you know what? This is a good man. We've talked mm-hmm. about this before. Like things happen when you're yeah. down there. Things can happen. Yeah. You have to be prepared that when you put your mouth on someone's genitals, anything could happen. You are down in the pee and poop zone. <laughs> <laughs> You are literally putting an appendage in your mouth that piss comes out of, right? So you have to think that anything is possible. And then right around the corner, you know, is the booty hole. So I just, I mean, how do you poop and pee at the same time while coming? That's got to be quite the euphoric feeling. Yeah, really. I mean. really, really has to be it's got to feel good all around like that's got to there's probably no better orgasm in your life a whole ass release literally everything everything you like because pooping feels good peeing feels good and an orgasm we know feels freaking amazing Mm -hmm. and you're doing all three of those at the same same time time. maybe Hmm. she's on to something i think so (laughs) what's this guy's phone number I mean, maybe he's like the secret sex master and he knows where to put things and push things and mm-hmm. to make this happen. Like he might be like a sex guru. Yeah, maybe he he's like, oh, this isn't the first time I've made a girl come shit and piss all the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It reminds me of a Tool song where he says, shit come and blood on my hands. I mean, we're only missing the blood here. That's the only thing. Did she randomly start her period at this time too? She did say that he was 
pretty good at sex. So. Yeah, I mean, that's more than pretty good. He is letting you release all of your b- bodily fluids. <laughs> I mean, you just got to start drooling is the next thing that's yeah. going to happen. Maybe crying. He's like, this is what I do, baby. I do this. I and he, do and this. the confidence to catch your turds. That's impressive. But what do you do with it, too? Just chuck it in the toilet after Well, that? does it say? Is there more? And no, he's like, I'm said... keeping this as a memento <laughs> for this experience here. He throws it in his turd pile. <laughs> That's all that over there. I made all those girls shit. Yep. See all those buckets of poop? That's my handiwork. You will be in there too. (laughs) Where are they out of? (laughs) (laughs) She said he was bisexual, so maybe he's seen a thing or two. He truly had a good heart, and I will never forget this. Hell no. I mean, that's pretty cool that he's that open and honest about it. But I guess when you got those skills to pay the bills, Mm -hmm. uh, you are not going to be shy about anything. And how comfortable as his new lady do you feel? You're like, literally anything can happen. And he is going to go with the flow. Yeah, I could fucking shit on him and he's going to catch it. I'm going to piss in his mouth and he's going to gargle it. Yeah. (laughs) Like this is... I don't, this might be as good as it gets ever. Yeah. This is probably A plus, one plus, plus, plus of your. And she said he had a good heart. So he was a good human being. Was he attractive? I mean, how many other boxes is this guy just going to check off here? Yeah, Blackheart, we need a little more info. I need a lot more info. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how long did you guys date? How long did you have sex? Anything crazy happened while you guys had sex? What made you guys not stay together? Yeah, did you pee in his mouth too? One day, baby, by did he did he organ? make the ultimate trifecta happen for you as well? Right. Yeah. We need some details I need on some this. Answers. We need a photo of him if you you know. You can black out his no. Don't black out his eyes. We won't post it. We just want to see. Yeah, we just gotta see. Yeah, we want to put You've the got face a picture of his dick. Still, we need to, we need <laughs> send details. those directly to Gina. <laughs> just DM him to the podcast. I. You know what? This doesn't even matter what his dick looks like because he's getting the job done. Yeah. All around. All around, he's getting the job done. I don't think I've ever been this impressed before. Not only did he make her come pee and poop, he handled it like a fucking boss. Like a fucking professional. I, uh, girl, you should not have let that man go. She did say he was really good in bed. I had a good heart. I mean... We need to know why you let him go. What yeah, happened? What more are you looking for in a man? <laughs> <laughs> we need a little more info, so hit us back and, you know... We'll update everyone on the rest of the info. She also said in this meme, it says, when your family starts stirring the mac and cheese at Thanksgiving dinner and yep. the sound reminds you of your ex. <laughs> but I had a... Oh. And the guy's like sad. <laughs> so anyways, thanks for sending that in, Blackheart. But yes, we need a little That's more an info. excellent story. It really is. I think that goes down there as one of my favorites ever. I would, I would agree. A hundred percent. But we need details. I Mm -hmm. really need to know more about this guy. I'm going to message her back and let her know that we discussed it and we need these little details to fill in Mm -hmm. and we'll we'll get back to everyone on that. Okay. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I want that kind of orgasm. I want to pee, orgasm, poop, catch my turd. It's even enough to have those things happen, but then to not feel like embarrassed or ashamed because the person that 
is doing the acts with you is so like cool, calm, and collected during that. Yeah, no, he's like, I got you, baby. I got like your that's turn. you. You don't. That's like you don't find no people like that. No, pillow definitely has never done that for me. Well, pillow doesn't make you poop and pee. <laughs> make, pillow makes you come, and pillow's not judgmental. See, don't turn your back on pillow that easily, Gina. You're right. You're you right. Poor you right. poor pillow. Mm. Well. I feel like we have covered a lot of ground in today's episode. I liked it. I'm going to be thinking about that story for weeks. <laughs> I'm going to like try to like Google like how you can make all of those things happen at one time. I'm going to be like in the bathtub. <laughs> I'll be stomping poop. What was it called? Oh, waffle stomping. Waffle stomping. I'll be waffle stomping my own poop after my trifecta orgasm <laughs> well i feel like next week we can hit up a true crime story i guess so if you have any recommendations of some true crime stories you would like us to cover please send those in we love the recommendations because a lot of times they're ones i haven't heard of and it's cool it's cool to discover a new true crime story mm-hmm. well, i shouldn't say cool interesting interesting yeah interesting that's why you need to watch the murders at starved rock you need to text me that so i remember because i've been looking for something to binge on the weekend so i think it's only four episodes long too so it's a good one if you get on hbo now okay because i can download it from my plane ride to florida too so you can send in anything you'd like. I mean, literally anything you'd like to Blonde Moments Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> or you can slide in our DMs. I love those. I love those DMs. Now, Gina, give us that blonde joke. I'm ready. A brunette and a blonde are walking along a park one morning. Suddenly, the brunette notices a dead bird. Oh, look at the dead birdie, she says sadly. The blonde stops, looks up into the sky, and says, Where? <laughs> <laughs>